0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy basketball tools and analysis on the Internet. I love them. They have a great advanced schedule that I use every single week. Go check them out. HashtagBasketball.com and Draft.com, the best way to play daily Fantasy instead of salaries, you draft against other players in nightly leagues. And if you're good at fantasy basketball, you're gonna be good at drafting. Uh it's my favorite way to play fantasy. And if you use the promo code HTB for hashtag basketball, you'll get a free entry to your first draft. So go download or check out draft.com wherever internets are accessed. I am your host, Mike Catron, and joining me as always is my co-host. Tyler P. Watts. What is up, Tyler? Michael, how are you this fine, fine day? I'm doing pretty good. I'm fully in trade mode right now. I am digging in, searching for any possible, I guess, uh, hints of weakness or uh, discrepancies in the rankings right now. I feel like, you know, we talk about it a lot, and I'm really feeling it right now, there's Two, Well, there's three thirds, because that's how thirds work, Tyler, to the league. It's like between now and Christmas, it's like, you know, all this stuff's going on. It's the beginning of the season. Rotations are being figured out. Teams are figuring themselves out. Breakout players, etc. cetera. And then you got from like Christmas to the trade deadline when in the real NBA, lots of lots of trades are going on. But also like this is when you, you know, you know who your team is. You know what your weaknesses are. And I think people are a little bit more open to trading starting right about now because they're also doing kind of the same calculation.
1: Yeah, for sure. And everyone's trying to, you know, figure out what they need for the kind of stretch run. And we're we're still early in the season, right? But we're not that early. And
0: so I'm with you on all that. We're, we have a decent, I would say, sample size to work with at this point. We are like actually... I think at a third of the actual third of the way into the season. A lot of teams are at like 26, 27 games. You know, I'm not the best at math, but that's about a third of the way through the season. Yeah, and like, you know, this is how crazy
1: uh, backwards things get, right? In In all of our lives. So you mentioned it, right? We're kind of getting uh, close to that 30 game mark for a lot of teams, right? And they're all, most teams are just under that mark right now. And people are like, oh, you know, I don't know what to make of these numbers still. You know, can this guy keep it up? But yet we believe in numbers we see over a full college basketball season, which is for a lot of teams like 30 to 35 games, like a lot of players. So, yeah, that's just how weird uh, perception, right? Perception meets reality. That's a real thing.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a serious thing. You got to start thinking. Like, is is Rudy Gobert's slow start going to last? It looks like he's turning it around. But like, should I move him? Should I not move him? You know, is Jimmy Butler's hot start who he is this year? He's just on a mission. He's going to stay healthier. Like, I, 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 I really don't know. You know, what what can I get for Hassan Whiteside who's playing some of the best one once again some of the best basketball he's ever played. Once every five years, you get a good son Whiteside season. What what should do you do about him? I think there's just a lot of like legit questions. And DeAndre Ayton's coming back. John, Johnny Collins is coming back. I, I I think this is gonna be a pretty exciting like week of fantasy basketball.
1: Oh yeah, and I think you know we got some exciting matchups to look forward to and too. and so yeah, I, it's always a good week of fantasy basketball, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it usually is. Next week is my favorite just week of basketball with Christmas. And I think that is when we will do a little bit of a, like a third of the way through the league special. So we will have a special podcast coming out to talk about that first, that start and what to expect in the next third of the fantasy basketball season. But let's, let's talk about week nine over on hashtag com. Tyler, your article is up and ready for everybody to consume. So kind of a, let's say like a normal week. For now, next week's a little weirder. I think there's maybe a little bit of adjustment considering, you know, on Christmas Eve there are no games, and on Christmas Day there's, you know, just the major the major games next week. So next week's going to be even weirder. So that Sunday-Monday might be a pretty important type of stream. But, you know, you got only one team, the Golden State Warriors, who for the most part we – Still can't figure out if anyone is standard league relevant on that team from night to night. Uh, only they're only playing two games this week, but uh, that's always good news for everybody else because it's pretty much, you know, everybody else three to four games, no five games. Once again, we I don't see we don't see any more five games anymore in this in this day and age. But I'd say it's a really really good week just overall.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of balance in the schedule, right? Like the most ga- games there are on any day is ten. We have two days with nine games, so like, you know, you don't see any of those crazy high ones like you're gonna see next week where there's 14 games on Saturday, the 28th of December. We don't see any of those like super super high numbers, and the schedule's just very spread out this week, right? So it's seven, it's six, it's nine, it's four, it's ten, it's nine, it's five games. So that's always a positive. And when we look at like back to backs, you know, got the Tuesday Thursday pseudo back to back with a lot of. Juicy streaming options, which is, you know, what you want to see because, you know, some of these teams just don't really have many streaming options. And so when we get teams like, you know, the Clippers where you can stream Zubach or Landry Shamet or Moharklis, Harkless and then you get the Hawks where, you know, DeAndre Hunter is available or Kevin Herter and you know you get the Lakers with Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee out there in more than 50% of leagues. Like you just feel like you can kind of maximize your games better because there's actually some options to look at.
0: Yeah, I mean it's since the rotations are starting to solidify and you know, a streaming isn't as prominent on some of these on some of these teams. Some of the guys who we were streaming very early in the season have kind of fallen out of favor, especially some of the guys I like. Uh, but some of these guys you have listed here, they are owned in less than fifty percent of leagues, but they're pretty good streaming candidates for Week Nine at the top of this list. Dylan Brooks, who you know, played well in uh, John ja Moran's absence. John ja Moran is back. I don't think he's playing back-to-backs yet. Is that right? I believe that is the case. Okay. So let's, I mean, let's go to my fancy advanced tool here. And they, they have a back-to-back. On
1: Friday, on Friday, Saturday, yep. There you go.
0: A very Probably juicy one.
1: back-to-back, too, with Cl- at Cleveland and then home against Sacramento. I feel like
0: that's a strange, strange back-to-back there. I think it's a pretty good place to stream Dylan Brooks in that back to back. If you're not taking him for the entire week, anyway, he is, you know, pretty much a borderline standard league player. What over a steal a game is usually worth rostering if you are uh, competent everywhere else, and he pretty much is. Uh, any idea why people are not putting Dylan Brooks on the roster? Oh, I think
1: him and Norm Powell both, right? Like, Norman Powell's the second guy on this list, and both guys, you know, they're scoring 14 points a game, hitting a good number of threes, getting you a steal, over-steal a game. Like, I don't know why people aren't buying into either one of those players, and maybe, you know, they're just sticking with the guys they have, or better yet, they're just going, oh, Dylan Brooks and
0: Norman Powell can't keep this up, but it feels real for both players. I, I completely agree. Sad, sad news with Luka Doncic spraining his ankle. At least it wasn't more serious, Tyler. I know he's a a big Mavericks fan and someone who writes about the Mavericks very often over on the Smoking Cuban. You have your pulse on the Dallas Mavericks. I thought Tim Hardaway Jr., who's on this list right now, I thought he would, you know, benefit from the usage, right? He does – he's never seen – a shot that he didn't love. Like, but Tim Hardaway Jr. not the um not a guy who likes to pass the ball, not a guy who likes to uh to ever pass the ball. And that's I thought Delon Wright would actually get the biggest bump here for the Mavericks, but uh, you got Tim Hardaway Jr. on this list. So, you know, what what's your view from the list world over in Dallas? Also Jalen Bronson's gonna play
1: the point guard and he started against the bucks tonight and the Mavericks ended that large bucks winning streak. Right. So that was cool. So Brunson's the point guard. He's actually going to get you some good assists. I'll caution him picking him up in every league, just in this sense, like Brunson, right. And JJ Burea are all there. And coach Carlisle is going to use Berea If they get down as kind of like that stopgap, change of pace type guy. Oh, so, The minutes could get wonky between those three, which is why I picked Tim Hardaway now. He couldn't get his – he couldn't throw a basketball in the ocean tonight, which is why I think he only played 24 minutes. And then another guy he could stream even on the Mavericks well, Lucas out. Seth Curry. Like, he's going to get a lot of shots, it looks like, and a lot of three-point attempts. So I feel like every guy, DeLon Wright, Jalen Brunson, Tim Hardaway Jr., Seth Curry, like, just depending on what you need and what you think the matchup looks like, all four of those guys could be great
0: streamers while Lucas out. I think even keep going. Maxi Kleber is is pretty decent streamer, and he might get a few more minutes, uh, even though Delon Wright isn't going to see the bulk of those the, that minute gain. I I do think he ends up playing kind of a, a decent second team role. Had four steals tonight, thirteen points, you know, two assists, and a block. That's a really nice line in twenty in eighteen minutes.
1: And Maxi Kleber, like I don't know why the blocks have been down this year. And that's been something that's been a little bit difficult to figure out. But we saw him average over a block a game, and he can hit some threes. And him and Dwight Powell are going to split those minutes a little bit too. But yeah, those two could both be you know decent streamers.
0: Absolutely. Let's look at the rest of this list that you have here, Tyler. Any anyone particularly stand out? We kind of have some of our old favorites: Jay Crowder and Nerlens Noel. Um, so an interesting one. Right, and this one,
1: this one was kind of more of a shot in the dark. But with Bledsoe out, Dante Divincenzo against the Mavericks tonight started, played thirty minutes, had five points, ten rebounds, nine assists, three steals, and a block.
0: Wow, that is
1: Divincenzo's been averaging one point two steals a game, one point five steals a game in twenty one minutes
0: for the season. I'm I'm impressed and also saddened because I'm pretty sure in one of my very very deep leagues I didn't start him that is because i don't pay attention to dynasty leagues that have a thousand players rostered i do i do like my shallow leagues a little bit better and that's on me i should be more net, but oh well i will you win some you lose some tyler i feel like you win them all mike i did win the listener league two seasons ago but that's that's about all i can remember (laughs) I got a few leagues that I'm doing pretty well in, though, this year and I. And uh, most of those are roto leagues. So I don't, my head to head leagues are not great, but my roto leagues, as always, very, very, very good. If you guys out there are having great seasons, you want us to talk about, talk about your team, hit us up on Twitter. You can hit me up on Watch the Boxes. You can hit Tyler up at Tyler P. Watts. Let's go to the rest of our uh, article here on Hashtag Basketball. Tyler that you have here a lot of a lot of back-to-backs you got your regular back to backs, pseudo back-to-backs and even looking ahead into week 10 even though oh well, that sucks I was hoping there was going to be a good pseudo back-to-back into next week but it doesn't look like there is
1: no so so this is where the schedule gets bad uh, because Monday there's 11 games and then Tuesday there isn't any so the chances of you being able to stream anybody on Sunday and Monday is not good because there's 11 games. And then obviously Sunday, Tuesday, well, Tuesday there's no games. So I feel like the streaming into next week is not good at all. So I would recommend just using all your pickups in week nine because obviously there's not a ton to look forward to in week 10.
0: That is depressing. You can look at Week 10, though, real quick. I'll give you a little
1: snapshot. Ooh, so, yeah, So yeah. there are four teams that only play twice, the Nets, Hornets, Bulls, Clippers. So okay. those guys are going to be tough to start in Week 10, right? And we got a lot less games because nobody plays on Tuesday, right? So only eight teams play four games. And Ooh. the back-to-backs are not as crazy, right, because – Basically, it starts Wednesday, Thursday, then you got Thursday, Friday, and then you got Friday, Sunday, because there's all, there's 14 games on Saturday, so nobody's streaming there. So Ooh. there's some good opportunities, and there's some great opportunities streaming from week 10 into week 11. So that's something to look forward to.
0: Nice. That is going to be a very enjoyable, especially over the holidays, to watch an aggressive amount of basketball, because I almost kind of think it's like a little double dip here because – you get all the beautiful. For some people, for the casual fan, Christmas Day usually is the beginning of their NBA season. For the for the not so casual fans, like I assume all of us, it's just kind of a it's a beautiful day where you know you get to see all the games and they all get to play on prime time in a row. It's very. It's, I love it. I think it's like my favorite time. A year. There's only – what? There's only what? Shit, Why can't I do the math, Tyler? Five games. There's just five games. 11 Which to like game? 1 in the morning. Which, what's your
1: game? Which one are you most excited for? Christmas Day game you're most excited for.
0: Well, I feel like they – you know, you got to throw out the Pelicans. No, Not interesting. got to throw out Golden State because they're also not interesting. I don't know how you could not be excited about Clippers – the battle for L.A., Clippers-Lakers. That's going to be good. That's going to be a great service. game. Yeah.
1: That's going to be a great game. Plus, you get to see Giannis. I feel like watching Giannis is a treat. That game against the Mavericks, he was unstoppable. I feel like he's unstoppable in every game, but he had 48 points. killing it. And, and he's still doing the pull-up three-pointers. Now, he only was one for six tonight, but I'm telling you, man, he starts hitting that shot at, at a good clip.
0: It's It's Speed. night over.
1: It's legal he really is here, actually
0: playing – he's actually hitting at a, at a more decent clip than I thought he would this year, which is, you know, Skyrock – for some reason – I think it's skyrocketed his value, but for some reason his free throws are just uh, – have gone to a very, very bad place. But if you don't care about that crap, he's, like, you know, top two player. Oh, wow. I mean, he's just been amazing in the sense that
1: he was the MVP last year and his numbers have gotten better, like, pretty much across the board. And Absolutely. so that's, like – That's wild, you know, 31 points a game. Like the fact that three people, now Luka Doncic isn't because he only played one minute and 40 seconds in that game where he got injured, but the fact that three people were averaging over 30 points a game is just wild. And then James Harden is still like seven points ahead, right? And you're going like, (laughs) how is that possible? Like how how do you just score so many more than anyone can even fathom, right? Like he's literally 8.3 points ahead of Giannis. He's averaging almost forty a game, thirty nine point three. That is absolutely
0: he, insane. I honestly don't even understand it. I don't know how he's doing it. It's uh, seriously incredibly boring basketball, but the dude's talented. Like you could be incredibly talented and very good at your profession and also be boring to watch. Like it's uh, a lot of people get offended by that, but like, dude, the, like I I've tried to watch Rockets games. I I cannot. I just cannot do it. But Christmas Day, yeah, like. I'm actually a little bit more interested in the undercard, the uh, the Boston-Toronto game, because I feel like both of those teams could be frisky in the East come playoff time.
1: Oh, for sure. And I th- I think, you know, as long as Toronto doesn't decide to blow it up, they're going to be better than people think. And that Boston team, man, they're, they're a weird matchup, and I feel like there's certain teams that could easily kind of take them out. But then there's other teams where I feel like Boston is just a nightmare matchup for them. Yeah,
0: right. I mean, I think these teams match up really, really well. Like, I think it's just going to be – it could be – like, it's either going to be one of those games where it's like, damn, this is why Christmas Day is the best, or, like, it's a 25-point blowout, and then I'm, like, real depressed, and I'm, like, looking for food to eat, looking for that last get, year getting real Knicks- drunk by myself at my house.
1: Was it last year the Knicks were on, and they were down by, like, 20, at like it seemed like in the first quarter? Yes. And you just like were like,
0: I don't even want to watch this anymore. Like, I'm just going to turn it off. They lost, their, they lost their Christmas Day game. That's how bad it's gotten. In, in, I thought it was bad in Chicago and New York. They don't have a Christmas Day game. They have the largest market in the country.
1: Yeah, I mean, they got killed in that freaking Christmas Day game. It was a snoozer, man. Like No one wants to see a snoozer. And now it stinks that we're probably going to have two snoozers in this one.
0: It's a little insulting because they pulled Chicago off the Christmas game the second like, Rose got hurt. Like, this, the next season, they're like, hey, we got to get Chicago off this Christmas game. But the they Knicks stayed on the, for, like, three years.
1: They flexed a couple Golden State games out of primetime already. I don't understand why they didn't do this Christmas one.
0: I don't know. They could do that. They could get rid of that uh, Pelicans game. Like, fine. Get some, get, get somebody in there. But Saturday is, like, almost kind of like a, another Christmas because it's there's 14 games.
1: See, are you a fan of the 14 games? Because, like, I wish there was a couple, like, more matinee games on Friday. Or on Saturday, I mean, like the, we get a five o'clock game, but I wish there was one at like two. Like, I'm a fan of the two o'clock Saturday
0: game. There should be a, a two o'clock game. They should just do it like they actually should just make it the whole week. They should, you get Christmas and then the weekend. Take that 14 games, give a couple games to Sunday. Screw football. People are going to watch basketball. All right. Get put some matinee games on Saturday, put some matinee early games on Sunday. And have it just be like an entire week in basketball. You really want to make a statement. Just be like, we don't care that football is on. We are going to play basketball games. The ratings might not be that great, but who cares? Like, no one's really watching. Tea. Ratings are an antiquated way to measure the interest of television. And these uh, companies need to figure that out. We discussed this last
1: time, right? About how, like, you know, the ratings are just messed
0: up. So I'm with you on that. Yeah. I guess that is it for uh, Week 9 going into Week 10. Is is there a Week 9
1: game you're excited about? Because there's a couple Uh, on this slate that I I feel like I'm kind of excited about.
0: I'm kind of, like, digging anything Miami's doing right now. They're kind of, like, I'm not telling anybody, like any of my personal friends, that I'm, like, kind of rooting for Jimmy Butler in Miami. But, like, I am. I'm rooting for Jimmy Butler in Miami this year. I need to, like, things have gotten so bad. I never thought I would say I'd root for the Miami Heat. Like I've, I've been a hater since hating since before LeBron hate days, back when the old 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 hating days, hating the Miami Heat with Lonzo and uh, what's his face who uh, threw Kirk Hinrich to the ground. I'm not a fan. I ain't a fan of the Miami Heat. But here I am rooting for Miami Heat because things are so depressing in Chicago once again, losing a 25 point lead at the end of the game, losing losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Losing a twenty-five lead in the fourth quarter. Well, they didn't have twenty-five lead in the fourth quarter, but they lost in the second half. If you want like a best, like well, here the gambling is going to be legal in a lot of states here on January first, Tyler. I know I'm going on like a real rampage right now, but bear with me. Best bet if the Bulls are winning at halftime, bet against them. Bet 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 on the other team.
1: I feel like the Bulls have lost a lot of leads this year.
0: yeah, they've almost every single one of their losses. If they were up, they lost. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it sounds kind of weird like to say it like that, but like, they've been up probably by double digits in a majority of the losses where they were actually up because they're either getting blown the shit out or they're coming in with like 10, 15, 20 point leads and then blowing them. Why? Like, what does Jim Boylan need to do? do like here it is Tyler it's happened I've been avoiding the Chicago Bulls all year long because of the depression and now it's Christmas time feelings uh, I'm in my feelings how does Joe Boylan have a job what else does he need to do to get fired what else does Garpax need to do to get fired like have a gambling scandal scandal? like what what else needs to happen well they just backed Boylan again
1: too which was crazy Mm
0: -hmm. yeah real I'm real excited about the front office backing their shit coach their shitty high school thumb-looking coach right before they blow a 25-point lead. Like, attendance is at an all-time low. Like, attendance is like an 18-year low, and all that matters to the Ryzeners is dat money. So this is the only way to hurt them. Stop going to Bulls games, y'all. Stop going to Bulls games. Stop thinking about going to Bulls games. Don't even buy aftermarket Bulls games. Even if you could sit in the fifth row for $50, which I'm pretty sure one of my friends did the other night. Don't do it.
1: Well, I'm with you there. I mean, like, that's the only way you're going to hurt him.
0: Um, it really is. It all, it is. But I think that wraps it up. I had to get that out of there. I had to get it out of my system, Tyler. I feel better already. I know this was a ranty week nine preview, but it was, a you know, a concise week preview, and hopefully you turned it off before the absurd ranting at the end. If you like the show, please. Ignore the ranting and rate and review us on wherever you're listening to this to or go to patreon.com slash watching the boxes, support the show and get access to quick hits. You know, Luca and just went out and we had a quick review right away uh, before this podcast came out. So if you want to stay ahead of the other people who are in your league or even listen to this podcast, patreon.com slash watching the boxes, all you patrons out there shout out to you. And if you like to gamble, Hey, if gambling is legal, Daily Fantasy is legal. Draft.com. Use that promo code HTB. Get a free entry to your first draft. That is it for Week 9, and we will see you very soon. Thank you, everybody, and have an enjoyable evening.